Be the best version of yourself, Mama. I'm Mahsa Rezaei, and welcome to Mama Nest, a nest for mother moms who are eager to achieve a simpler, more intentional life. In this podcast, we're going to rewrite the script and reinvent the culture of motherhood together. Remember, becoming a mother is the beginning of our prosperity, not forgetting ourselves. A fulfilled, healthy, confident and productive mom is all we need to be to guarantee our family's future. I'm on a mission to make you feel empowered and less overwhelmed. We'll focus on productivity, parenting, mindfulness, minimalism, environmental and economic consciousness, besides family wellness. I'm here to help you broaden your horizon and gain clarity on showing up as your best mama self. So, let's build you up today, let's dive into it. Hello mama, how's life in your world? Well, as you may recall, we launched a topic in episode 2 about defining our best self and deriving our bucket list in a yearly version, and continued that in episode 4 by setting a personal growth plan for the next 3 months. We also covered the positive mindset as a tool and mentioned its importance to achieve our goals. And finally, we promised to wrap up the topic in this episode. If you're new to this podcast, I encourage you to go over the previous episodes. I mean, episode 2 and 4 for more clarification. Otherwise, I suppose you have your personal development plan in hand, which is written based on your will of life. And we'll tap into the magic of committing to our dreams and eventually tracking your progression in this path of becoming our best self, here in this very episode. So, let's jump into today's topic. As a reminder, I've talked about the 60-step simple system of mind that I designed for my own self and then shared it with you moms out there. And it was step one, dream elicitation. Step two, writing a letter to your future best self. Step three, adopting a positive mindset. Step four, setting a personal growth plan. Step five, committing to our best future self. And step six, tracking our progress. And now, in this episode, starting with step 5, which is committing to our best self. And what do I mean by that? The magic of committing to a specific goal. Our best self, which was well-defined in episode 2, and by the way, she was a good girl and we had a cup of tea with her before and talked with her, is in fact a manifestation of our dreams and goals. A representation of what we want to achieve in life. And so, commitment to our best self conveys the meaning of commitment to our goals. But why I put it as one of the steps in my system of reaching my future best self? In our noisy world of multitasking, always connected and overstimulated work, it's easy to live in a constant state of distraction. But it doesn't have to be that way. It's in fact the dangerous mistake we all make. How often do we do this in our own life? We think constantly about our vague desires without committing to specific goals. We want to be a better mother without knowing what should we do exactly. We want to foster a deeper bond with our children, but without knowing the precise details of it. 
Or even worse, we took some time and derived what we want in life thoroughly, but we forget about them. Isn't it awful? Hopefully, after episodes 2 and 4 and doing the exercises, we're not the one who doesn't know what are her goals in detail. But what should we do not to be the other person who forgets about the precise, detailed goals that are derived in alignment with our will of life, who gives up her dreams because of misremembering them? Don't worry, girls. I have a novel solution for this. And this is the existential reason why I told you to write a letter to your future best self. Before this, you might wonder why we wrote this letter. Where are we going to use that? And now it's the time to reveal the intention behind that. What I do to be committed to my very specific goals and my very well-defined best self is to read this letter to my future self out loud every morning when I wake up. And I cannot say how it helped me to be motivated each and every day to go on board to move towards my dreams and goals and to remain on the journey of becoming my best self. Oh, and this solution might be little known in comparison to the vision board, which you might hear about it. But I found it even more powerful, because the magic of words give you strong power and determination, in my opinion, and having a letter is handier for me than a physical vision board. You are free to make whatever choice you want, Mama. Just do not neglect the magic of commitment to your goals and dreams. And that was step five. Simply read the letter you wrote and help yourself to be committed to achieving your goals. Extremely straightforward. Don't you think so? By now, we elicited our dreams and made a bucket list. Wrote a letter to our best self based on that list. Adopted a positive mindset that it can do attitude in this process of self-development. Reached a three-month growth plan for balancing our will of life and made a commitment to our dreams by promising to read our letter every day. And what we need to do now is action. Do you remember your jagged wheel of life? How was its shape? We aimed to plan our life in a way that helps our will of life to be whole and balanced so that we could drive the road of life with more peace and comfort. Can you recall its segments? They were spirituality, motherhood, personal growth, health, love, community, finance, profession, family and recreation, and physical environment. We assessed our life in all these 10 sections and finally reached a list of actions for the next three months that help our will of life to look more balanced. And also, we emphasized that we should begin with the weakest area, as you may remember. And now, if you inspect the list of actions that you wrote in your plan, you will acknowledge that a few of these actions are one and done things that just need to be put in a checklist and check once. Like hiring someone in your career to facilitate your professional section of life. But the majority of them are not definitely one-shot actions. It's better to say that there are habits that we decided to embark upon in order to build our best self. For example, you want to set a date night every week with your husband to deepen your relationships with him. Or reading a chapter of a book daily to boost your self-developmental process 
or you want to set a movie night with family to level up your family recreation section in life. It's crystal clear that these are recurring actions. They're habits that need to be fostered in our daily routines. So, speaking and knowing of good habits that we should be in is enough to achieve our goals? Definitely no. We demand actual results. We require to guarantee their continuity. Therefore, tracking these habits is substantially vital. Tracking our habits can be interchangeably used as tracking our progress. And what an important topic. Habits, their power, and the art of tracking them can be a topic to a separate episode. However, I thought it would be beneficial to tap into them for a little bit here, to terminate our six-step system of turning into our best self better, and then someday bring up the habits topic and explain its various aspects more. And for now, what do we need to track our habits? Because committing to perform a specific habit or action is often the difference between our desire and our results. And we want to achieve results. We want to reach our goals and we want to be our best self, right? If you want to stick with a habit for good, one simple and effective thing you can do is keeping a habit tracker. And here's why. Elite performers will often measure, quantify and track their progress in various ways. Each little measurement provides feedback. It offers a signal of whether they're making progress or need to change course. For the chef, tasting the ingredients tells them whether they're making progress towards their desired end goal. It provides the immediate feedback they need to get the recipe just right. Like a chef improving a recipe through trial and error, we often improve our habits through trial and error. If one approach doesn't deliver the desired effect, then we adjust, like a chef, tweaking the amount of an ingredient. However, there is an important difference between getting feedback while cooking a meal and getting feedback while building a habit. When it comes to building a habit, feedback is often delayed. It's easy to taste an ingredient or to watch the cake rise in the oven, but it can be difficult to visualize the progress you're making with your habits. Perhaps you've been running for a month, but you still don't see a change in your body. Or maybe you managed to meditate for 10 straight days, but you still feel stressed and anxious at work. Habit formation is a long race. It often takes time for the desired results to appear. And while you're waiting for the long-term rewards of your efforts to accumulate, you need a reason to stick with it in the short term. You need some immediate feedback that shows you're on the right path. And this is why a habit tracker can help. A habit tracker is a simple way to measure whether you did a habit. The most basic format is to get a calendar and cross off each day you stick with your routine. And in a more complete version, you can have a table, each row for a new habit and each column for a day of month. For example, if you meditate on Saturday, Tuesday, and Friday, each of those dates gets a tick. As time rolls by, the calendar becomes a record of your habit streak. For better illustration, you can find a free habit tracker template on our website and download your freebie. And if you need the address, you can find it in the show notes. No matter what design you choose, the key point is... Your habit tracker provides immediate evidence that you completed your habit. It's a signal that you're making progress. Of course, that's not all it does. 
Let me use the words of James Clear, the writer of a best-selling book, Atomic Habits, which matches up with this topic a lot. Habit tracking is powerful for three reasons. One, it creates a visual cue that can remind you to act. Two, it is motivating to see the progress you're making. You don't want to break your streak. And three, it feels satisfying to record your success at the moment. What the first habit tells is, habit tracking naturally builds a series of visual cues. This means that the more your table is filled, the better your habits are embedded in you. When you look at a table and see your streak, you will be reminded to act again. Research has shown that the people who track their progress and goals like losing weight or quitting smoking are all more likely to improve than those who don't. A habit tracker is a simple way to log your behavior, and the mere act of tracking a behavior can spark the urge to change it. Habit tracking also keeps you honest. Most of us think that we act better than we do. Measurement offers one way to overcome our blindness to our own behavior and notice what's really going on each day. When the evidence is right in front of you, you're less likely to lie to yourself. All right, let's go to benefit number two, which points to the fact that the most effective form of motivation is progress. When we get a signal that we're moving forward, we become more motivated to continue down the path. In this way, habit tracking can have an additive effect on motivation. Each small win fits your desire. This can be particularly powerful on a bad day. When you're feeling down, it's easy to forget about all the progress you've already made. Habit tracking provides visual proof of your hard work, a subtle reminder of how far you've come. Plus, the empty square you see each morning can motivate you to get started because you don't want to lose your progress by breaking your streak. And about benefit number three. Finally, tracking feels rewarding. It is satisfying to cross an item off your to-do list, to complete an entry in your workout log, or to mark a tick on the calendar. It feels good to watch your results grow, and if it feels good, then you're more likely to endure. Habit tracking also helps keep your eye on the ball. You're focused on the process rather than the result. All right, those benefits sound great, but it's not necessary to fill your habit tracker with every habit that makes up your day. In fact, if you're already sticking to a habit, then it seems like extra work to me to track it as well. So what should you measure in your habit tracker? Habit tracking can help kickstart a new habit or keep you on track with behaviors that you tend to forget or let slide when things get busy. Your habits could be daily, weekly, or monthly, and here are some examples. Common daily habits to track like reading one chapter, meditating for five minutes, waking up by 5 a.m., drinking eight glasses of water, taking vitamins or supplements, or taking a walk outside. For something to become truly habitual, you need to repeat it frequently. As a result, most habits are daily, but it can also be helpful to use a habit tracker for various weekly or monthly routines. 
These behaviors won't become automatic like tying your shoes or brushing your teeth, but a habit tracker can remind you to complete them nonetheless. And common weekly habits to track like publishing a blog post, doing the laundry, watering the plants, or tidying up your bedroom. And monthly habits like reviewing your finances, transferring money to a saving account, or deep cleaning the house. And by the way, I have good news for you. I am going to summarize this valuable book for you soon in a separate episode. So stay tuned for that. And basically, what we talked about here was getting in the habit of using your habit tracker. A habit is a lifestyle to be lived, not a finish line to be crossed. You are looking to make small, sustainable changes you can stick with for years. And a habit tracker is one tool in your toolbox on the road to behavior change. It is an effective way to prove, to visualize your progress and motivate you to show up again tomorrow. So I'm super excited to officially round off the whole system of becoming your best self. This whole process truly served me in my life and made lots of my dreams come true. I wholeheartedly hope the same for all of you moms out there. You can never imagine how much do I care about you and your dreams and love you to become your best self. Wish you the best, mom, and rest assured that the best is yet to come. Bye for now. So stay tuned because I'm bringing you episodes once a week. Thanks for joining me today. And by the way, you can find the show notes on www.mamanestco.com. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you can receive fresh episodes every week. I look forward to our next episode. Bye for now. Mm-hmm.